Are you a busy woman who at times struggles with reducing your daily stress? Do you know that you need to slow down but do not know how? If you're looking at reducing your daily stress, you're in the right place. My name is Denise Eckert and I welcome you to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. I just love interviewing guests so they can share their stress-reducing tips and techniques with you. Now, if you find this podcast helpful, please share it with someone who struggles with stress because lowering our stress will make us a better person, a happier partner, mom, friend, neighbor, etc. And the best part is happiness is contagious. Enjoy this episode. So in this episode, I'm going to go into implementing boundaries. So I'm going to quickly go over what are boundaries. Boundaries are limits that we put into place to protect our time, our energy, our possessions, our feelings, our thoughts, our ideas, and the list continues. They set limits on how we're treated, approached, touched, and all those good things. I go over the different kinds of boundaries in my last podcast, and the different kinds are physical, emotional, sexual, intellectual, material, and time. Now, being a coach helping women with burnout, time and energy are two of the biggest factors when reducing stress and overwhelm. When we overextend ourselves, we tend to get stressed and we spiral into burnout. Boundaries help the things that drain us. We cannot change other people. We are not responsible for their actions, their choices, or their reactions. We can only change how we deal with them. So why do we need boundaries? Not creating boundaries and just being that yes person can lead to resentment, anger, overwhelm, financial burden if you're lending someone money, relationship issues, overextending yourself, frustration, and eventually burnout. Setting healthy boundaries creates more fulfillment in your life and less stress. It creates more time for you to spend on things that are important to you and for your own self-care. Healthy boundaries help you make decisions based on what's good for you and the people we care about. Others should not be making those decisions for us. Taking care of ourselves, our needs, and the needs of our loved ones should be a top priority, and boundaries are an important way or an important tool to stay in control. The reason why I'm saying our loved ones is that as women, we tend to oversee the loved ones in our lives. Sometimes it's up to us to set up boundaries to protect our children, our partners, family members, etc. So bottom line, setting boundaries helps avoid stress, overwhelm, and burnout. And know the sad truth, no boundaries usually equals little self-esteem. Now here are some examples of where you may want to create healthy boundaries. When someone has taken advantage of you, now or in the past. And it's funny, in every office show, there's always that one person who gets dumped on. You know, people don't want to do this task or this job or project, and there's always that person they dump on. Oh, I don't know what to do, or I don't feel like doing this project, so I'm going to put it on so-and-so's desk. You have yourself planned out with what is important to you, and you put the time and energy aside. Sure enough, someone wants to put a spike in your plan. And I know myself, once I lose focus, it's really hard to get back into the flow. Or there might be an important event that you want to go to. You want to go to someone's baseball game. Saying yes to this task might cause you to miss it. What's important to you? If someone asks you to take on something and it doesn't vibe with you, it just goes against your values, you might feel like you're stepping on other people's toes, or something's just not right, maybe time to set a boundary. 
in your world, if you're getting constant interruptions and you're not able to focus, maybe it's time to set a boundary. I used to live in a household. There was, uh, it was quite a busy household. There was three girls, two adults, a dog. I believe there was a cat involved. And I used to do a lot of real estate photography many years ago. So when I was on the road taking pictures, I'd come home and I'd have to process my pictures, which would take some time. And it was right when I got home, the kids got home from school. So the rule was, or my boundary was, that once my door to my office was closed, do not disturb me. And the thing was, once they, they knew that, they respected that. And once I was done, that door would open and we could do other things. So that was a boundary I set, and it worked well. It was respect on both ends. Another reason to set a boundary is someone treats you badly, whether it's at work, in your life, in your business, in any of your relationships, or if someone dismisses your ideas, belittles you, treats you like crap, or treats you in a condescending manner, criticizes you, bullies you. Bottom line, if someone treats you like crap and you don't like it, maybe it's time to set a boundary. Running into, if someone makes you feel uncomfortable, there are things that we are uncomfortable with and that we're not comfortable with. But we all have the right to refuse something that makes us feel uncomfortable. A reason to set a healthy boundary is if someone wants to borrow something from you and you're not comfortable with that, whether that be your car, your computer, or it could be that cup of sugar for the third time today. Another reason to set a boundary is someone who drains you emotionally, constantly calling you up to complain, whine, gossip, where you don't have the energy for this because it drains your energy and maybe it's time to set a healthy boundary there. When you're working on something important to you and you miscalculated the time, sometimes you need to rearrange your time to get what is important to you done. If you leave it now, are you really going to get back to it with that same focus and flow last time? Maybe you need to set a boundary there. Maybe a boundary needs to be set with someone who has unclear expectations of you. For instance, there's people out there that snap their fingers and expect people to jump. Creating a healthy boundary when you're asked to do something. And bottom line, you just don't want to do it. It's you taking control of your time and your energy. Other signs that you might need to set up a boundary. If someone asks you to do something and you start negotiating with yourself. If I do this or I can do it later or maybe I can fit it in and you try to talk yourself into it. Well, maybe this is something you shouldn't be doing in the first place. Or you get that gut feeling, that those physical symptoms. You start feeling gross. A lot of times for myself, I feel a little queasy feeling in my stomach when it's something I really doesn't align with me and it's something I really don't want to do. Or if you start feeling resentful or anger before you even commit to something, you know that if you're going to go through with it, with their ask, it's just going to get worse. For example, if someone wants you to lie to them and one of your values is honesty, you feel queasy and gross because it's not a good fit for you. It's not aligning with you. And in my uh, second episode, I cover getting clear on your values and purpose and that will help you recognize these feelings. You feel like you're losing control of your time or energy, and you start to feel like others are making decisions for you. Here's another twist of somewhere where you might be needing a boundary. If someone asks you to do something, and if it's something you want to do, but you know what, the job is just too big for you to do it alone, make that clear, reach out, uh, decide what you will be responsible for, 
and what you won't be responsible for. Be clear on what you are willing to do. Sometimes old agreements and commitments creep up. If you're not happy what you agreed to years ago, it might be something that you need to look at again, need to be revisited. Our lives change. Our commitments change. Because you said yes a year ago doesn't mean you're committed for a lifetime. Just a quick note. If you're feeling threatened or in a dangerous situation, please seek the proper help. It might not be safe for you to start setting boundaries at this time without the help. Now you're asking, Denise, well, how do I start creating boundaries? Well, I don't recommend going crazy at first. It's like a muscle. So when you go to the gym for the first time in years, you don't go crazy. You don't spend the whole day at the gym exercising. You work yourself up to a routine. And when you are starting to do boundaries, do it clearly, no mixed signals, do it calmly, never do it in anger. Do it firmly and respectfully. So some examples. People are not mind readers. They do not know what you want or what your needs are. And one of the easiest ways to explain is a little thing I've got. It's a four-stage thing. I feel blank when you blank because of blank. And what I need and want is blank. Sounds kind of weird, but... So, for instance, you can say something like this. I feel upset when you dismiss my feelings because you don't take my feelings into consideration. And what I need is you to hear my thoughts. So, another example. I feel violated when you go through my things because these are my private things. What I need is for you to respect my space. Like, don't say things like, you know, don't touch my shit because you're just jumping down someone's throat and they will probably react with jumping back down your throat. So put it in a clear, concise format. Remember, you're not responsible for the other person's reaction to the boundary that you're setting. You have the right to say no without feeling guilty. And remember, no is a sentence. Just say no. Don't use excuses. I can't do this because I have blah, 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 or I need blah, blah, blah. Just say no. You have the right to be treated with love, value, and respect. Your needs and your wants are important. Now, if you feel hesitant and you don't want to be the big old meanie, you can put off making that decision and say something along this line. I don't know right now, but I will get back to you. This will give you that time, the confidence, and focus to make that decision. Now, if you're someone that works with clients, I bring this up as I work with a lot of entrepreneurs, be upfront with new clients. You know, create the contract or a welcome email that detail everything. Everything. This way, they know what to expect, you know what to expect, and it, re- it creates a respectful relationship right from the start. Some of the things you can cover with new clients, the hours you work, you know, your contact time, your turnaround times, and give realistic expectations. I love under-promising and over-delivering. Give them information on how they can contact you, whether it's email or by phone. And I myself, I don't like the phone as it breaks your concentration with what you're doing. And sometimes you're just not, you don't have access to the information you need. And for example, when I did the real estate photography, 
Real estate agents were the worst. They always want everything now. And I understand because they were answering to their clients. So one client called me and wanted info on some past photo shoot I did. So I asked him politely to email me his question, and I would get back to him later in the day. And he got snarky with me. And I explained that I'm on a photo shoot where I give my undivided attention to the property. I was filming. And just like I do for your properties when I'm doing your photo shoots, I give it my undivided attention. So I just reiterated what I said. So please send me the question in in an email, and I'll get back to you later in the day. You know what? It worked. Anytime you had a question, guess what? I got an email. Perfect. Another thing to be very clear on is what you're being paid, when you're being paid, and how you're being paid. So there is no questions about that. Also things like the number of revisions, depends on what you're doing, what's being provided, your services, your products. If you set expectations and boundaries right from the beginning, it's a good business practice. And communication is key. So reasons we fail to create the boundaries that we need. Sometimes we think what others may think, may or may not think. They might think we're a bitch. They might think we're being difficult. They might think we're being selfish. But remember, you're not responsible for the other person's reaction to the boundary that you're setting. Fear can come up when we set boundaries. They won't like me. They'll be angry. They'll be disappointed. What will they say? And you know what? This is part of the process. Feel the fear. Acknowledge the fear. Name the fear. Release the fear. Confront the fear. Don't hold it in. We all have fears, but be true to yourself. Now, if you feel uneasy, practice what you're going to say. Do some mirror work. Role play with a friend, a coach, a therapist, or even journaling. You know, writing it down. I love doing that when I'm angry, <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm creating a boundary. I write things down. And at the beginning, it's like jarbled, angry. And then I tend to pull out what is the underlying thing going on here. And by the time I actually get down to the nitty-gritty, it condenses it, and it makes me feel so much better because now I've gone through the process of understanding why this is making me angry and what needs to change. So I start out with that brain dump. I re-edit it. I reread it. And you know what? In the end, I always feel better about the situation. Now, once again, if you are put on the spot, you can always say you'll think about it and get back to them. It gives you that breathing room. You can also frame it if you know this is going to possibly piss someone off. You can say, this may disappoint you, but, and then say, state your boundary. I used to have that boss that used to call me and say the words, I know it's your day off, but, <laughs> and I'd be going, oh no. And you know what? Sometimes I would do it and sometimes I wouldn't do it. If I didn't do it, I would not do it guilt-free. And sometimes creating healthy boundaries can get messy because there can be some underlying issues, beliefs, or trauma involved. Now, if this is the case, you know, a good idea is possibly getting more support, either from a coach, a therapist, a friend, a minister. Setting boundaries takes practice and determination. It also takes time to learn how to set healthy boundaries. Don't let anxiety, fear, or guilt prevent you from taking care of yourself. It isn't about anybody except for you. What is and what isn't working for you? 
Now, setting healthy boundaries increases your self-worth. You take better control of your time and energy, less stress, and less chance of going into burnout. You're not pushing yourself to the brink. You aren't living in resentment, regret, and being jealous of others having extra time, energy. And also, you don't feel taken advantage of. People will test, push, and disrespect your limits. Sometimes, sometimes not. Sometimes they just look back and go, wow, about time she set some boundaries. You'll know you're getting healthier when this doesn't get an emotional reaction out of you. The more you ground yourself with your boundaries and your values, the more you'll be able to be very clear in your communication. So what do we do when someone tries to push or ignore our boundaries? Well, you know what? I will be covering that in my next episode. So until then, stay healthy. Thank you for listening to the Calm Your Daily Stress Podcast. Have you ever wondered what your stress personality is? Are you a self-care goddess or a burnout queen? Well, you can find out by taking my free quiz. You just need to go to www.stressquiz.info to find out where you rank. Sending you love and peace, and I'll see you in the next episode.